Hello, hello. This is Alicia Young, and welcome to Teach Me Freedom. This podcast is about learning how to live a freer life from authors, entrepreneurs, and experts. Those who have done it and who teach others how to do it as well, and what it feels like while applying those methods to our lives along the way. Every episode will deliver resources, anecdotes, and or reviews to support you in living a more freedom-filled life. Let's jump in. Please note the video version of this episode is available on YouTube at Teach Me Freedom. The link is also mentioned in the show notes. Enjoy. Freedom Finders, welcome to part two of the conversation with Dave Rico about his book, How to Be an Adult, a handbook on psychological and spiritual integration. We last left off talking about meditation and then some connections we were seeing uh, with meditation and just an understanding that there are things happening beyond what we're able to see and and the importance of being able to let go. So now let's continue where we left off. Okay, so in that in that case, let's go on to assertiveness. Um, and so one of the aspects that I really enjoyed about your book is um, how you go deeper into the aspects of the ego. And so you talk about um, different aspects of the ego. You talk about the healthy ego versus the fearful ego versus the belligerent ego. And you tie it, you kind of start off from the from the, the aspect of assertiveness, which you defined as owning your power. And you talk about what it is, what it isn't. And this was very relevant because it, it brought that idea of people pleasing, of feeling obligated to do certain things depending on certain situations. Um, imposter syndrome talk, made me think about like, uh, for example, I know myself, I can be extremely sensitive sometimes. And so uh, I'm not assertive sometimes. And so you talked about healthy ego means that you broke it down into three actions, one of which is being clear and two, asking for what you want and three, taking responsibility. And you you differentiated that with passivity, which is giving your power away. And this is this is uh, where the fearful ego operates from. And I find myself operating from that in a lot of different we all situations. Do. <laughs> and it reminded me of the neurotic ego as well. And then yes. you also talked about aggressiveness, which is changing, changing power to control. And you also define this as, or you also mentioned that this is the belligerent ego. So can you, can you expand on these things in the relationship to being an adult? Well, first of all, you've done a very good job summarizing it. <laughs> well, thank I you. <laughs> Basically, assertiveness happens because you really believe you have a right to be on the planet. And it's okay that you let people know who you are. <laughs> and you're clear about that, as you said, and what you want. And what you want it really is about expressing your needs which is so important to do in any relationship. And uh, then finally, to take responsibility rather than to blame others, including our parents, for the shape our life has taken. And um, 
those three together, being clear, asking for what we want, taking responsibility is the equivalent of assertive adulthood. And I just imagine that we are sometimes afraid to go there because we think it's going to put us on the spot or people won't like us if we yeah. uh, really speak up for ourselves or people may retaliate against us. In order to be assertive, you would have to let go of all of that concern. So that is part of what we're trying to do. Assertiveness is right in the center, the middle way. When you overly assert, that becomes aggressive and you're pushing people and controlling them. Mm -hmm. And when you just stand by and don't speak up, that's passivity. So it's passive, not speaking up when you would really need to, assertive when you do speak up, and aggressive when you turn the speaking up into demanding. Mm. And once again, the adult is the person who realizes that the functional way of doing things is the assertive way, not the passive or aggressive. Mm -hmm. Functional meaning what will help you get the job done? What is the job to achieve whatever your particular goal is? Mm -hmm. For instance, the goal might be to have a healthy relationship. Well, you wouldn't be able to have a healthy relationship with anybody if you weren't clear about your interests and motivations, you weren't expressive of your needs, and you weren't taking responsibility for your own feelings. Mm -hmm. So when you're assertive, you would no longer say, you made me angry. Yeah. You would say, when you did this, I felt angry. I know the anger is my responsibility, but I do want to let you know that that's what I feel. Mm -hmm. So that's the being clear and <laughs> responsibility. And then the middle part you're also doing because you expressed it. So that's the assertive. That's the uh, asking for what I want. Mm -hmm. uh, what I'm asking is that something change here so that I can have a better relationship with you. Mm -hmm. So you didn't make me angry. That's where I went. But you did something that is the catalyst for it. So let's look at it together mm -hmm. and see if we can have a better relationship. That that's what you sound like when you're assertive. And then being realizing that they may choose to be like, well, I'm going to leave as scary as it may feel in that moment, it's like, as opposed to being passive and, and being like, okay, hey, I'm just going to tolerate it because I'm terrified of you leaving my life versus mm -hmm. like blackmailing them into staying with you. <laughs> like, I know so much about you and you are going to stay, you're going to change otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I wish I read this during that relationship <laughs> that comes to mind, but yes. And as you, as you say this, and I know you were touching upon this previously, you were talking about fears as well. And I have a chapter on fear, a chapter on anger, and a chapter on guilt, mm. which are three yeah. challenges in our adult life. But fear is the main one. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, what's your question about that? Yes. Um, so I wanted to read what you what you wrote in your book, because I love how you phrased it. Um, you wrote that every problem is something we are having trouble integrating. This tells us that fear is somewhere at the bottom of every obstacle we face. Locating the fear element helps us work through it with more consciousness. And I love, I really love this because as I was sharing with you previously, I studied naturopathic medicine and one of the key things that we focus on is what is the root cause of anybody's health concerns. And same with when it comes to eating disorders, like what, what are your emotions that you are running away from, which is contributing to these, these, like <laughs> these ways of compensating. And so I love how you just simplified it. So we'd like to know, how did you, what led to this discovery? Because it really <laughs> lets us know what we need to work on if we want to overcome obstacles. Very simple, just my own fears, <laughs> of which there are many. <laughs> and I just realized that uh, fear was at the bottom of most of my concerns, worries, uh, issues. And that once I identified the fear element and bring it out into the open, uh, I'm able to deal with it a, lo a lot better. And in the book, I suggest a very specific way of working with fear, which is an example of assertiveness. Mm. First, you admit that's being clear. First, you admit that you are afraid. And you can admit this to yourself or and to someone you trust. Secondly, you allow the fear, let yourself have that feeling. Don't try to run away from it. Don't try to do something so that you can avoid it. Just sit there and let that fear go through you like lightning through a lightning rod and go back to the earth. And then finally, uh, go ahead and do whatever you need to do. Don't let the fear stop you or drive you. Mm. So you're going to have the fear, but you're not going to let the fear take over. And uh, in addition to this, I now suggest using affirmations that help you get over your fear. So what I've done is I put taken the affirmations and I uh, put them on a YouTube. Oh. Uh, so and it's free to go to, uh, or you can just watch it on the website. So if you go to the website, DaveRico.com, and go to free articles, I think it's the first one. It's called Affirmations for Letting Go of Fear. Oh, that's great. And you can listen just to audio, or you can uh, watch some, uh, some slides in the background. But it's just as easy to simply listen, and you can download it onto your phone and kind of listen to it once a day, that really helps getting over the fears because it points them out and you hear yourself affirming that you're no longer going to be driven or stopped by the fears. See, we don't get rid of our fears. We just can no longer be stopped or driven by them. That's the goal. The goal is not to get rid of the fears. That's a useless 
project because we're <laughs> all going to have fears every day. Mm -hmm. But we certainly don't have to act on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I also love how you how you uh, use that example of like a lightning bolt, just kind of feel it, let it go through. Let it go through. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try to stop. Yeah. Kind of similar to meditation with the thoughts, just let them go through. So the last thing I'd like to talk with you about is the shadow archetype. And then in case we have to hang up right after the call, I usually ask each guest about three resources that they'd recommend um, our listeners look into. Okay, I can tell you, yeah, oh. I can tell you two resources on oh, that. Cool. Okay, great. Okay. Um, the first is my book is called, my book, whole book on the shadow. Oh. It's called Shadow <laughs> Dance. Okay. Yeah. So oh, that's the that. other book. Okay. Secondly, I gave a talk on the shadow, which is also a YouTube. So just put in Dave Rico shadow and you can watch the talk. It's two hours long. Cool. And by shadow, it's a Jungian term referring to the parts of ourselves that we have disavowed or repressed because they don't seem socially acceptable mm -hmm. or we have such low self-esteem that we can't imagine we have such powers in us. Another way of approaching it is to say what Jung says, which is that the shadow has two sides, positive and negative. The negative shadow, that's the part that we have repressed because it's socially unacceptable impulses such as selfishness or addictive craving. You know, we hide certain things about ourselves, even from ourselves. Mm. Or it could be positive. We have wonderful talents and gifts, but we can't admit that we have them. <laughs> and uh, in the How to Be Adults, I show the difference. And everybody has this shadow side and you just have to acknowledge it. And the best way to acknowledge it is very simple. It's through what's called projection. What you dislike most in others could be what's in hidden in you that you haven't acknowledged. What you, that's the negative shadow. What you admire most in others that could show you the wonderful gifts that you have that you haven't yet believed yourself to be capable of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of a big topic and we can't really do it justice in this short time, but if you watch the YouTube, I think you'll get the basic concept. Mm -hmm. Yes, and definitely check out your book as well, the chapter on it. I'm intending to read the book about it as well. And as you shared that, it reminded me a lot of, um, I remember a concept when I studied naturopathic medicine, we studied traditional Chinese medicine as well. And we learned about like the five elements and then yin and yang. So that like symbol of a circle with like a curve mm -hmm. S down the middle and then like a black dot in the white half and then a white yes. dot and the black half and that whole balance. And as you said, integration, like 
honoring both sides, honoring, honoring the feminine and the masculine, the hot and the cold, all of that. So as you talked about the shadow, I'm like, oh my gosh, everything's coming together. Um, yeah, and that image that you just mentioned, that's a perfect uh, symbol for the shadow. Oh, nice. oh cool. <laughs> awesome. That we have so both cool. sides in us. Yes. And so Dave, once again, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to share um, before we wrap up this, ep- this like really quick and fun? <laughs> deep. Well, episode? I just wanted to say thank you to you for such a lovely interview. And I wish you thank good you. luck in your work. And I hope what I said was helpful. Absolutely. Really, really enjoyed and really loved the opportunity and honor of getting to speak with you. And thank you for putting your gift, your your gift out there. Um, Because otherwise, like, how would we have connected? So thank you so much for taking the time to pen that down and sharing your, your knowledge and that depth with us. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Freedom Finders. Thank you so much for listening. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Teach Me Freedom podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and found it beneficial. Feel free to reach out to us at teachmefreedom2020 at gmail.com. And if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the show on your favorite platform for streaming content. Feel free to comment and leave a four or five star review if you feel so inclined. Connect with you next time.